Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. It just had to happen, you know. Had to happen. What had to happen? We had to find somebody pretty early on who we don't like. (laughs) (laughs) It's bound to happen in 130 units. I mean, in my other place, it wasn't really that I didn't like the person. They more like didn't like me because they parked in my parking space two work days in a row and I left a note and he didn't move. So the manager had me call the tow truck company knowing full well whose car that was. It was parked there. That's the stupid part. I still never understand that. There's something weird about that. But here's the thing. This person, you know, first of all, now we know for sure that the day that we were finishing moving and we got that call and then one minute after you said we'd be home we got a second call that was, was because of this person who will be named shortly <laughs> shortly they will be named yes i promise you so you're gonna love the name they you're called and complained it. and like we knew it had to be either we thought it was maybe one of the management people because they live close by but then we were like, well, it's probably the person downstairs because he's rarely ever home. And when he is home, he's kind of rude. And like we've tried to say hello to him numerous times, like at least more than I can count on one hand. Uh, and he just ignores me. Now I'm just going to give him the middle me. finger when I see him. Outside. So it's like, so we're coming back yesterday. And I don't remember what we did. Um, I think we just went to get lunch, right? No, it was when we went to the dentist. Oh, yes. It was only went to the dentist. And so when we came back, I can see one of the management people walking behind me. And as we turn the corner into our apartment, the guy from downstairs comes walking out all rude and like, you know, demanding, are you the people that live upstairs? Yes, we are. Well, your dog has been scratching at the door and making noise and I'm trying to sleep. That's nice. Like... I don't know why what time you sleep is my problem. I remember thinking to myself, huh, I don't know. If I was laying down to take a nap at 3 o'clock in the afternoon or 4 o'clock in the afternoon and someone was noisy and kept me awake, you can bet I'd be sassy to you and say, yeah, those damn people didn't, you know, blah, 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 blah. But I'm not going to go storm down there and tell the people, yeah, you guys kept me awake. You know why? Because you're not a giant baby. Because normal people, normal people do not sleep at three o'clock in the afternoon for their like actual nighttime sleep normal people might be
be napping at that time. Also, normal people who work night shifts and sleep during the day and live in a community complex own earplugs. Yeah. So. Because sorry, it's not my job to respect your sleep schedule outside of the regular quiet hours. This person (laughs) is affectionately named forevermore. Toupee stand. Toupee stand. Why is he called toupee stand? Explain it. Because he's bald as the day he was born. (laughs) It's funny. So, toupee stand lost all my respect because, you know, we got stuff we'll save for later that we can talk about toupee stand and what potential comebacks could be and, you know, things of that nature. But, yeah, let's just keep it at that. <laughs> I'm still laughing about toupee stand. But it's gonna make me laugh forever. This is where we need help from anybody out there who might know something about this. You know, the CEO, Yogi, he It's kind of an a-hole. He's potty trained. Like that dog, when we're home here, that dog could go for fifty million years if he needed to. Yeah, he's a like good if boy. we were super sick. He might need to go out twice in a day. That's That'd be it for him. And that's not a normal. Don't anyone get pissed off. That wouldn't be a normal thing. I'm saying if we were really sick. I think that's happened once in the entire time we've had him. That we were both really sick at the same time. And that was two years ago. He doesn't even ask to go out. He just hangs. And if you yeah. have the energy to take him out, he Off is you go. more and than And so happy. you have to make yourself do it. But yeah, he's good. He's really good. Well, he has this thing where he rage poos places when you're not home. So that and he scratches at the front, you know, at the front door, at least in the other place he did. And we don't want to have to deal with this place getting ripped up like the other place got ripped up. So kind of learn from our mistakes. We create him. We had to create Bree because she digs in the carpeting sometimes. Yeah. Like a weirdo. So we had to create her. So now they're both created. Well, freaking Yogi wants to get out of there so bad that he scratches his little paws off on that door. Yep. Scratches and scratches and scratches and scratches and scratches. And that's what Toupee Stand was mad about. Was he could hear Yogi going clunkety clunk, clunkety clunk, clunkety clunk, clunkety clunk, clunkety clunk. We put on anti-anxiety doggy music meant for dogs with anxiety and separation anxiety. We cover him so he can't we, see what's going We put what. it on. We cover him up. And he just freaks out. And I mean, I listen in on the video and it's like, he first he starts out making little whiny sounds. Then he starts huffing and puffing. And then it's like, you know, crack, 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 crack. And that's why Toupee Stan got mad because he claims I was keeping him awake, you know, at 3.30 in the afternoon. Maybe we have to try what we did with Bree when we first got her and feed him in there. Like give him his dinner in the crate. Definitely something we need to do. Definitely. Well, he won't like it, but if he wants to eat dinner. Well, what they suggest you do, what they suggest you do is not all at once. They suggest you start moving the bowl towards the door of the crate. Then yeah. once you have it at the door of the crate for like two or three times, you got to give him time to calm down. Move it inside the crate. Make him just stick his head and shoulders inside the crate if he'll do that you're good makes sense well and it kind of goes along with what jason has said which is don't force the dog 
to go into the crate. Teach well, it to go into the crate. Well, then maybe what you do is put a cookie in his bowl, put his bowl in his crate when we're leaving. He can just go in there. He goes in of his own free will and we leave. It's worth a try. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll work on the stubborn little well, jackass, there was an- but it's worth a try. But then there was another tip that I read. And so, you know, yes, we want your tips. Please You've send got us tips, your tips. Please send us your tips. We're just giving you our list of, of tips that we've heard. But there was one where they said, ignore your dog for 10 minutes before you leave. And 10 minutes when you get home. Now, what do you think would happen with the dog dog? I get what they're saying. By ignoring the dog and not interacting with the dog, you're allegedly disconnecting from the dog. I think... It would make him worse. The, what the yog dog would do is he would just figure out sooner when we were planning to leave. Yeah. Because as soon that. as we started ignoring him, you know, it'd be a different story. I was thinking about this. It'd be a different story if their pattern of training was like every hour or every two hours, ignore your dog for a minute or two minutes or three minutes or five minutes. Right? Uh-huh. So then you just establish a pattern of doing that. And then what would... And then what would you do? Then he'll get another complex. You, well, what would you do if it worked? You'd go out during the time that you'd be ignoring your dog. But see, like you said, in my opinion, he would just figure it out. You're just giving him a new pattern to show him that you're leaving. Yeah. And he's going to... That dog's not stupid. He's going to figure it out. He's going to figure it out. It's why he runs upstairs every time we come in from a walk. Yep. He wants his, I'm going to hide under the bed. Yeah, because he knows that when we're going to leave, we're going to take him for a walk first and then crate him and go. Yep. He's a he's a turd. So if you have any tips on this socially anxious little savage we call Yog Dog, we would love to hear them. Please tell us all your tips. Yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to figure it out ourselves. And uh, we're not doing... I'm not doing that great of a job just yet. Man, our next resort is to diaper the little jackass and find a way to keep him away from the front door. That's our next step. <laughs> yeah, if we can't figure out a way to keep him in the crate. Yeah. I think I think that the problem is he's overly attached to us. Okay. Like in a, not, I don't mean that in a bad way either. He loves us to death, you know? And... He's so attached to us. I thought getting him a dog friend was supposed to fix this. That it freaks him out. And you know, she's 98% of the time, she's really good in the crate, other than that she likes to tear up pillows and crate pads. Oh, we came home the other day, and there's Bree with her butt in the air, attacking the pillow in her crate, and like the crate is full of pillow fluff. Full of pillow fluff. There's barely any room left for the dog. <laughs> she was buried in it. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It's hard to be mad at her, though, because she's so adorable. Mm hmm. She looks at you with that face and you're just like, oh, OK, all right. I won't be mad at you anymore. And now she's the vice CEO. She's, yeah, she's very They're both cute. our bosses. Yeah, she's very cute. Yep. We love her. <laughs> but I don't know. I thought she was supposed to help too, but she seems to have just left him the way he is. Yeah. Well, and actually, she's a little neurotic herself. Well, yeah, but wonder what that says about us. 
You ever think about that? Like, are we the cause of the dogs acting the way they act? It's totally possible. I mean, it is totally possible because they tend to mirror how their owner feels. What, you think because I'm anxious about leaving the house all of the time that they're officially anxious when we leave the house too? Yeah, and the fact that like... So it's my fault now. No, hold on. (laughs) Stop. Let me finish. Totally take it out of context. And the fact that... So that's part of it. But then also the fact that like I don't like leaving or having you leave. Makes me anxious. Yep, it's all our fault. And I feel like that rubs off on the pooch damn pooch and i don't quite know how, that's why i don't know how to fix it but ah i think your pay stand is at it again well see it's going to result in one of my very favorite passive aggressive sticky notes on his door but the best thing about it is if you play it right just don't say anything about it notate every time that it happens and if you have to do like deborah did go downstairs Video recorder turned on. Record the sound coming out of his door. Proof that you were at his door. Keep five of those. And if he decides to storm up again. Then if he wants to storm up here again, you're like, oh, really? Well, let me turn this into the manager. When you turn down your music at appropriate times of the day, I will consider calming my dog down. Well, and that's the interesting thing. There is a majority of people who work graveyard kind of shifts who get that they have to it, that's their choice and they have to integrate into what society's norm is and i mean we don't conduct our business at night we conduct our business during the day uh-huh. so they have to adapt to us not the other way around but there's a bunch of them that understand that then there's like a handful that are that way that it's like well why shouldn't i get to live the same way you live. You get to play your music louder during the day. Well, yeah, exactly. But that's during the day. Normal people are not awake during the day playing loud music. I mean, at night, playing loud music. Normal people are asleep at night. <laughs> that's why you shouldn't be playing your loud music. See? Mm-hmm. Kind of fits what you're trying to say about... You're trying to make us care about the fact that you slept at 3.30 in the afternoon. It's not my fucking problem. But I have, to, I have to also care that you should be allowed to play your music loud. It's not your problem that it's not your problem that you're playing music when we're sleeping and vice versa. It's not our problem that we're that our dog is scratching because you're trying to sleep. It's not like it was hours upon hours. No, he just needs to get used to things. It's, yeah. It usually takes a little while with Yogi. He's I think we are kind of lucky that this quarantine thing happened because it really has cut into how much time we spend away from the house. Yeah. Cause we used to purposely like for date night, let's just go to a, a restaurant and eat. We used to purposely do that. Mm-hmm. And imagine how Yogdog would be reacting right now after a move. If we were still able to go out and about and do that. I'm gonna lock him on the patio. How about that? He'd be freaked out. No, he'll just He's yell and scream everybody. out there. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I'm saying? It's like he, I don't understand like what would have happened. I mean, I feel good that we're home with him because I think it means it's lessened the blow of moving to a new place. But they seem to love it here. Yeah, we'll get him figured out. 
But tips from people would be very helpful. Yes. So. Anything you yeah. have, send yeah. it our way. What's the address? Do you even remember? Nope, you have to tell everybody. You never remember. What kind of partner are you? You can't even remember such a simple email address like info at yogispodcastnetwork.com. What's wrong with you? I don't anyway. need to remember it because you say it so well. But I always have to say it. I get tired of saying it. I don't care. <laughs> Your grammar is so good. Why? Because I don't care? Your grammar is just good. Uh-huh. You speaketh well. And you speaketh poorly. On purpose, yes. <sighs> oh, you said my grammar is poor. Your grammar's not poor. Your grammar's good. That's what I was trying to say to you. Your grammar is amazing. Uh-huh. Is that because you use Grammarly? Not when I'm speaking. Well, but I, I've learned things from Grammarly that has changed how I speak about certain things. You know what I use Grammarly for 99% of the time? The plagiarism detector and the comma fixer. It's an amazing tool. I'm not tool. a great punctuator. It's an amazing <laughs> tool. It's an amazing tool. And And what I like about it, what I like about Grammarly the most is that... Not only, like I just said, not only is it fixing what I'm writing, but sometimes it teaches me some pretty obscure rules that I didn't already know. And I put those into into play in my written and my spoken word. And it's kind of cool. It improves my communication skills just a little bit. I like it. I see how this is related to our topic. Grammarly yeah. is an amazing tool. You know? The toupee stand's an amazing tool. Yeah, exactly. You got it. <laughs> so you know what? Here's the thing, though. If you want to get get over there and uh, try Grammarly out, you know, they do have a free version. Just go to yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash Grammarly, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y, and you will be getting a great deal on a massively awesome grammar checker. And we, of course, have to tell you that we would get a teeny tiny commission. Now, what does that mean to you? Well, it means that if you went through a different link and spent 10 bucks, or you went through our link, you'd spend 10 bucks. We just got a little commission from the company that you're working with, Grammarly in this case. They're an awesome tool, though. We would not, you know us, we're no BS. We wouldn't recommend something that didn't actually work. So, yogispodcastnetwork.com forward slash Grammarly, and you too could sound like Toria. But not like Mike. Not like me. His grammar is shit. <laughs> I don't even use grammar when I speak it, I speak it <laughs> however I feel it. On that speakethy note, good night, everyone. Hasta luego, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.